You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the High Hopes Podcast. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast, a late night edition, Jack. We thought we were going to be recording in like the sixth inning and this ended up being a wild game in the end. They didn't pull it out, but five in a row. They fought back tonight. I'm way more optimistic than pessimistic. What did we say? Run. Take two or three. I mean, we we say we say it before every series, but uh, especially true this series. I mean, they need to take two or three. They took two or three. Um, you know, I don't know. They got down by ten tonight, and it was like, all right, game over. Um, and they fought back and made it an interesting game. I think that's important. Um, so yeah, like I agree I'm, with you. I agree with you. I think it it says something about them. You know, they were down ten nothing, and they were they were right there, man. It I was, mean, when Kutch hit that homer, it was like, oh my god, wow, this could actually happen. Well, especially because they had to come back against what? Uh, it was Minter into Martin. Martin, yeah. I mean, just I mean, Minter is absurd. That guy's ridiculous. Well, he's like their, you know, their long man. I mean, I mean, their their starting staff is just like garbage. The Braves. Mm-hmm. I mean, like honestly, I, I my main takeaway from this weekend was like the Braves aren't that good. I mean, obviously Acuna getting pulled tonight hurt, uh, and their the their top end of the bullpen is really good. Like they have they have a really good bullpen. That starting staff is just terrible um and you know i mean obviously freeman's always gonna kill you like i don't know how anyone ever gets freddie freeman out it's unbelievable yeah akuna's a monster uh uh dance having a nice year azuna feels like he always kills us but like i don't know i i'm not i'm not i'm not leaving this weekend totally like scared of the braves i think the phillies could run them down yeah look i mean the phillies are just as good offensively you could argue the starting pitching is way better and you know the bullpen is way worse, but yeah. I mean you could argue they're they're not. I agree with you. Like they're not. The gap is not as wide as I thought it was when you watch these two teams play this weekend. And look, I, I mean the Phillies are gonna hit, man. They're gonna hit. This lineup is is cooking right now, and we'll get into like specifics and all that. But I mean you look through the lineup, and everyone. I mean everyone has like an 800 OPS or higher. It's crazy. I mean they are they are really cooking and. You know, Eflin looked great. We'll get into that. I, I think there's – look, I mean, you know, I'm I'm not like talking World Series or anything yet, but they're a good baseball team right now. I mean, they, they've shown that if the, if the bullpen isn't going to just kill them, they can win some games. Oh, yeah. Honestly, tonight, tonight felt like an 08 game. Like, it felt like one of those games that Hamels didn't start in 08. Um, where it was just like, all right, the offense is going to hopefully get us a lot, and the bullpen could not crap the bed. Like, I feel like I watched a lot of 12, <laughs> 12 10 baseball games in like 2008. <laughs> just not like this one. This was yeah. a, a unique one. Oh, this is a totally weird baseball game. And it was even weirder that the Phillies are, or Philadelphia teams are the only teams that have come back from 10 nothing loss. 10 yeah, nothing. that was just super weird. Sad. I was like, well, that's crazy. Yeah. It almost felt destined. And they kept showing the graphics. It was like, all right, ESPN, chill out. We get oh, it. We dude, get it. Dude, I, mean, I hate him. I hate him. Uh, I, the whole I, thing was brutal with that. But like like you said, I mean, it does show, first of all, like we talk so much this season about not having urgency and not feeling like they were, you know, playing it like a 60-game season. We certainly saw a ton of urgency. And just to fight back the way they did, I mean, it shows some some chutzpah, Jack. You know, when I love, you know, I know you love when I talk about chutzpah. Oh, yeah. Should- Anytime you can work chutzpah into this podcast, I'm uh, all for it. Uh, and look, it's coming off, I think it means a little more coming off five in a row after that 
disastrous doubleheader in Toronto and to like bounce back the way they did and to win five in a row for the first time since 2018, which is just still absurd. They couldn't make it six, but they tried. They tried. But coming off that to show like to not just, it felt like, look, how many teams down 10 nothing in the second just say, all right, whatever. You know, it's Sunday night. We're just going to pack it in. It ends up being like 14 to four or something like that. And that didn't happen. And they fought and they fought hard and, they showed they can hang with the Braves, taking two or three, obviously. Um, I, I'm, it's encouraging, man. And look, where record-wise, where they sit, I mean, they're, they're tied for second in the division. And I think getting second in the division is actually far more important now than we, we thought. I mean, you don't want to be the eight seed. You don't want to run into the Dodgers buzzsaw. Although maybe the, you could argue that getting them in a three-game series makes more sense if you're going to have to roll through. Oh, they're beating point. the Dodgers? Uh, yeah. No, nobody's beating the Dodgers. That's the problem. That's the problem. Um, all right, let's go through game by game because there's a, like it was a really fun weekend of baseball, and there's a lot to get to. Um, let's start with with Friday night. Obviously, the Kingery walk off. We'll get yeah. to that, but um, not the the best Wheeler we've seen, but certainly you know just kind of keeps trucking along. What'd you see? From yeah, that? I, 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 I he's he's just good. You know, he's he's never going to wow you with the strikeout numbers, but. You know, he said something interesting. Maybe it was a week or a week week or two ago about how like he started studying the best pitchers in baseball. And sure, like the, the Coles of the world and the really really elite guys, Scherzer's, like they get strikeouts, right? But and and Wheeler doesn't is just not striking out guys at this point, which is whatever. It's kind of frustrating, and it kind of it kind of makes you wonder if he's gonna regress a little bit here if you if, if that era is gonna regress but at the same time you know if you look at his expected stats his expected stats are right around where his era is now so it's not like the underlying numbers are you know some crazy um but he said he said basically like he said the best pitchers in, in the sport and they would go deep into ball games and they would try to get early outs and it's very old school you know kind of pitching to contact and um trying to get early outs and not trying to get deep in counts and letting guys foul balls off and whatnot. And yeah, it's, it's 98 <laughs> contact stuff, but it gets the job done. And I just feel confident every time he goes out there, he's going to give me at least like, I just feel like six innings, seven innings, uh, three runs or less. I mean, he, he's definitely, he's definitely found his, his groove here a little bit. Obviously you want to see the strikeouts come up, but, um, Listen, I'll take a 98-mile-an-hour contact pitcher. I mean, whatever. And I think, honestly, the, the fact that his expected stats are right around where his actual stats are, I think is really big. Because that's the one thing you worry about with, with the strikeouts not being there is that his numbers could kind of regress to the mean a little bit. Um, but it seems like everything's fine. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just so relieving not having to put all the pressure of the of the starting rotation on Aaron Nola. You know, the fact that you have Wheeler behind him just makes everything so much nicer and um you know, it would be, it would be great if they if they traded for a starter tomorrow. I don't know how realistic it is. Um and they're probably looking for a controllable guy, but just the fact that you have Nola Wheeler at the top, I think Eflin's good and then Spencer Howard is getting better and then obviously you have no idea what they're getting from Jake Arrieta. Like the sta- the starting staff is good and uh, I feel confident in every single Zach Wheeler start. It doesn't seem like guys can consistently barrel up the baseball against them. I mean, it's it's 98 with legit run. And uh yeah, it's it's just good. I like watching Zach Wheeler. Well worth the contract so far. I was a little obviously we were a little worried about Wheeler coming in, but I mean, he's he's just hundred percent lived up to it so far. Yeah, no, he's the definition of consistency. So far for this team, he's been really the only guy you can count on every single time he's taken the mound. He's given you a good start, at least, you know, something solid. And that's super useful when your bullpen is horrendous. <laughs> it's really important to have. Um, let's get Eflin out of the way. And then we'll talk about all that kind of offensive stuff that went down. And, you know, obviously a lot, a lot there. And, and obviously, uh, you know, some guys, are they back or not? But, a lot of guys uh, are back. Eflin? I'm just saying a lot yeah, of guys are I, back. I, I think a lot of guys are back. Um, Eflin, I thought Eflin was oh, awesome. And, and and obviously, if it weren't the rain out, I think he, or the rain delay probably could have gone another inning. Um, I, we've seen Eflin have the strikeout stuff this year, which he's, you know, to a level he's never come close to before. But it seemed like he really put it all together on Saturday night. Or Saturday day, I should say. Yeah, and it was about time. I mean, it, uh, I 
if you want to talk about expected stats, like his his ERA was like in the high fives, but his expected ERA was in like the two fives. So it finally seemed like everything was kind of calming down a little bit from that standpoint. Um, but Eflin, I just love watching him, and and maybe it's I obviously love JT, but I also really like watching Andrew Knapp call a game because like I feel I don't I don't know this for a fact, but I feel like Andrew Knapp's kind of in my head and. Me and Andrew Knapp would both call the same games. So I really <laughs> I really like that me and Andrew Knapp are on the same page when it comes to calling games, especially for Zach Eflin. Like, I, I feel like I could be in the dugout and call a Zach Eflin game because I just, I, I, I just know him. I just know Zach Eflin too well. Like, we're just on the same page. It's, it's a beautiful thing. When there, when there is podcast to pitcher synergy, it, you don't find it very often, <laughs> but the fact that we have it is just so massive. And... Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you also are both known for for having heavy bodies at time too. No, I think so. that's I, no, I think that's I think that's rude, and I think that um, <laughs> I don't I don't like that one bit. Um, but it's okay. It's a, it's a fair shot given all the old jokes that I've made on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. View. Well, I'd rather have you out there than Arietta. Is Arietta as old as you? No, Arietta is not as old as you. No, there are a few. Who There's you. You're you're darn right, pal. Um, <laughs> yeah, not not many, man. Not yeah, many. I just I I just really really enjoy watching Eflin, and a lot of people are talking about his curveball as like a reason for the strikeout increases, and it is nice that he's you know finally showing a semblance of having an off speed pitch that could be a weapon. Like that was the thing that was always frustrating about Eflin in the last couple of years was you know the curveball kind of just spun and and uh, didn't really do a job. But he talked about he talked after the game about how he's, which is crazy because he's 27 years old and has probably been pitching forever. But he, he just realized that you're supposed to throw your curveball like your fastball, and then the last second, you know, kind of turn your, rotate your <laughs> wrist and snap it off like a freaking curveball. So it's a it's nice that Zach Eflin has figured that out in his age 27 season or whatever. Um, but yeah, he was talking about how he's he's he's. Better late yeah, than sure. never. Yeah, whatever. Um, but it, it is nice that it, it. So basically, he's trying to throw his curveball like his fastball, and that's his mindset. And he's trying to spin it harder and whatnot. And if you look at the numbers, like he's not the the, the spin rate isn't really increased that much, and and the horizontal and vertical movement profiles are about the same. The one thing that is interesting is that it's jumped two miles an hour. So it was uh, the average velocity last year was like seventy seven miles an hour, and it's up to seventy nine now. Which is good. I mean, if you can throw a curveball harder and make it spin as hard as you were at 77 miles an hour, it's obviously going to be a better pitch. So that's good to see. And yeah, it just like when he's Eflin's a guy that when you just let him go and, and get rolling and, and the balls jump and like just don't even worry about taking him out of the ball game. Like he'll have his games where it's five innings of, of, of just slog and it's just trotting but when he's on a roll like he'll just throw a complete game in like 87 pitches and like that's what he was on pace to do on saturday yeah it was yeah, yeah. so I, I i really like the fact that the fact that we could be i don't know what two three years away from a rotation of um you know wheeler nola howard abel and eflin as like your five is a luxury eflin as a four five is an absolute luxury and uh, I just I really enjoy watching him and Andrew Knapp. I just appreciate that you, you uh, we call the game together. Yeah, well, I mean, you know that you're talking to one of the uh, you know founding members of the Andrew Knapp. Fan Is club. your jersey in, in yet, or <laughs> it's not in yet? Well, I, I I I've got one of each jersey. He's worn four jerseys yeah. this year, so now yep. I'm, I, mean, I got to get one of well, each. I've gotta go. Just when I got my number fifteen Nappy jersey in, he. Switched it to seven, so it's very disappointing. <laughs> it was it was seven, yeah, five, forty-two. It's great. Yeah, yeah there, he's he's covering it all. That's that's a good that's a good yeah. nugget there. Um, all right, uh, nothing to say about Arietta, right? He just is what he is, and he mostly sucks. And every once in a while, he'll be okay. Is that do, I, do we need to elaborate on? Uh, that? like maybe the biggest waste of money I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's I just hate him, man. When you consider that that he was the first Philly athlete to ever make thirty million dollars in a season, like mm. you could, and granted, that's obviously since you know they're the Tobias Harris yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. type of stuff. But but I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, he is definitely one of the big 
bus money, just pure oh, money dude. wise, yeah. we've seen him. Yeah, well, money. dude, it's like it would be like paying Babin thirty million a year. Like, like, oh, like he's man. just he's just the worst. Even when he pitches, he's so even not when likeable. he pitches well, I hate so it. Like, because it's like he's just you know, and freaking Vesgersian, who I usually like, like. The whole first two innings, he's like, yeah, he's just uh, pitching around this guy. It's like, no, he's not. He has no idea where the freaking ball's going. <laughs> like, he doesn't know. Like, Jake Arrieta has no idea where the ball's going. And, you know, I'm just so sick and tired of every every time he pitches decently well in the postgame, he's like, yeah, great bullpen. I'm, I'm basically back now. Like, Jake Arrieta has said he's been back, like, 17 times since he's been here. Yeah, he should never be allowed to do Oh, dude, again. just. Like, they should, they should just, when, when it's time for, for like, media availability yeah. they're like sorry jake's not no allowed to talk. just just go just go away i can't wait i can't wait to never watch him again i truly can't i can't wait i can't wait i just i will never ever ever like i Vinny drives me crazy actually no i would rather watch jake Arrieta than Vinny. i don't know it's both awful just truly awful experiences uh, i mean i just i just i i want him to go away so bad he, he ruins every game I'm, i i sit down and watch well, we're yeah, well, well, we have five starts left. I think we. Have I mean, f- I mean, because even if they make the playoffs, there's a zero percent chance Jake Arrieta. Ah, uh, come on, man! So. You know, you know, Girardi's gonna use the. Uh, oh, he's a veteran. Oh, you better not. <laughs> Don't. All right, we're getting he's off. He's a veteran. This I can't even. I can't even let that enter my my. The knows realm how to pitch, James. He knows right. how to pitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk. Let's talk about the fumble yes! team because it is like what a fun. Thing to have like i forgot what it was like to actually have a consistent lineup that hits most yeah. nights um all right we're gonna get to the people who i think we can both agree are definitely yeah. back and you know by saying that i'm alluding to what i think but kingery gets to walk mm-hmm. off on friday night it was fun you know barely got out but he, you know oh, got how it do you out. gotta take a shot at him just just enjoy the moment, would you? I mean, come on. You don't, you don't have right, to say it barely right, got Scott out. Kinger, kick, we're going to talk about guys that are back. Scott Kingery, I think you texted me and said Kingery's back. You don't actually think no, Scott not, No, I, I, this is 100% dead serious. I think he's taking I think he's taking nice strides forward. Hey, this is – hey, hey, we're going to get to a guy that you probably were mocking me for believing he was back, Avery Hoskins. I did. You're so right. So all You're I'm right. saying – all I'm saying, and this is – I mean, did I not just admit that I love Andrew Knapp? What more do you want from me, Jack? I mean, Listen, why don't, you, why don't you learn how to evaluate talent over there and appreciate a good at bat? Oh, no, but, no, but no, but my thing with Kingery is I think he's done a way better job of being more direct with the baseball. Obviously, like, I mean, the thing that was frustrating about Kingery for a while there was that it just felt like he was trying to uppercut everything and trying to launch everything. And his at bats the last couple of days. I mean, he's been hitting the ball harder. Like, he's had – I mean, it's just facts. If you go look at it, he's been hitting the ball harder. I think he's getting more direct to the baseball, and I think we're going to start seeing a much better Scott Kingery than the next, like, two weeks. Like, I mean, he's putting together better at-bats. I'm not saying he's perfect. I'm not saying he's back, 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 like Mr. Hoskins. But um, it's a – there are signs of life from Scott Kingery. How about that? Is that fair? Is that fair? Is that not going too overboard? You know what? I I gave you a lot of crap for for saying the run was yeah. coming, and uh, you know. Listen, just let me let me let, hey you hey. Know? Sometimes you got to feed the guy when he gets hot. This is like an Allen Iverson <laughs> possession. Let the chef yeah. cook, yep. kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. I can deal with that. All right. Uh, what did you know? Something I'm going to tell you yeah. something that that you might yes, not please. know. Did you know that that Reese Hoskins has an OPS over 900? Uh, yeah, and you know who doesn't have an OPS over 900? JT. No, that big fraud in New York that's a first baseman. <laughs> JT is actually just yeah, over. Yeah, well, listen. Um, yo, so, so Reese back, like back, 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 really back, like fully back. Back, 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 back. I mean, did you see the at-bats tonight? I mean. Dude, he was awesome. He was, oh, yeah. again. I, I mean, really, not great Friday night, but Saturday and Sunday, he was Awesome, and the swings oh. have been. He hit that homer against the Nats, where it was like there it is off the off the sixty four mile per hour curveball yep. or whatever. That was like felt like a Reese swing. It was like that looks like Reese Hoskins, like that's yeah. the dude. And then we saw him this weekend. I mean, the homer on Saturday, the homer on Sunday, just uh, the one on Saturday hit into right center, and also had the loud out prior yep. to that. I mean. He looks really good, yeah. man. This is this is what we've been talking about. If they could get this guy 
how dynamic it makes this lineup. And I'm just so happy for him. You know, I I didn't like watching Reese struggle. I didn't like I didn't like how the city was kind of turning on Reese. You know, I, obviously I was concerned about Reese, but it's just so nice that this player is still in there. Um, and I think that, I think that the biggest reason why is like his eye is still really good. Even when he was, even when he was <laughs> like barely hitting balls out of the infield for some reason, pitcher, he was yeah, still walking. He, he was walked forever. Like he never stopped yeah, walking. I mean, I have no idea why pitchers were, <laughs> were like pitching around. Well, him. that's a different story. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you even saw it. Listen with Reese, it comes down to right center field. And when he is thinking right center field, he keeps that shoulder in. He's just he just is a really good hitter. And man, with him back, it's it's a scary, scary, scary lineup. I mean, we'll talk about it in a second, I'm sure. But like McCutcheon's definitely back. McCutcheon's like way back. McCutcheon's back. Listen, I, 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 this might be premature, but uh, MVP Kutch might be back. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> some some are saying that MVP Kutch is back, and that I mean he's been. Oh, no, he's, he's just awesome. he's crushing the and, ball, and in big spots yeah. too. Uh, you know, I'm I'm so happy. Like that makes me so happy. I, I, you know, I've said many times on here, he's my favorite player on the team, and you know the way he went down last year and. As we said, the Phillies would not be able to recover from it. And, you know, coming back to start the season, it was clear that he just wasn't quite back. The timing was off. Like, you know, he was still working into trusting that knee. And now to just see him be Kutch again, it's just awesome, man. It's awesome. Yeah, and and the nicest part about where they're at right now is is Harper and JT are kind of going through it right now. Um, now I know. and they're, uh, and yeah, they're Well, winning. we'll give them a pass since they've literally carried the team the entire year. Yeah, I yeah, they get maybe a little ten game pass. It's fine, um, yeah. but dude, yeah. I mean, if if they can get those guys back on track, I mean, it goes Kutch, Hoskins, Harper, Real Muto, Didi, who has just been good all year. I think what he had like maybe five games there where it kind of cooled off, but overall, and and has maybe consistently the best at bats night tonight on this team. Like even when even his outs, like he's working seven, eight, nine pitch at bat, like he is. He is a really good hitter. 100%. I mean, between him and Segura, I mean, Segura made the play tonight that was infuriating, but... Oh, God. How, how do you yeah. get caught off base there? Like, yeah. how? How? It was like a weak little and like, out. Like, and, like, where are you going? I mean, if it falls, you'll be there. Exactly. Exactly. Um, where are you going? If it falls, you're getting to second base yeah. no matter what. Like, what Right. But, I mean, Segura right now is scorching hot as well. Three more hits tonight. Yeah. Um, so it, it lengthens the lineup. I mean, like Bohm is legitimately your seven, eight hole hitter. I mean, and Bohm has definitely cooled off. I mean, he is really, they are just breaking balling him into the ground. I mean, just sliders in the outside corner. And that's, that's something that he's going to adjust and be fine. Um, but it happens to every yeah, hitter who yeah, comes exactly. Out. Like it is just yeah, and happens. everyone's like, you know, I mean, obviously there's some overreaction to everything that happens in baseball, but uh, yeah, it, it Bohm might legitimately be your seven hole hitter, which is ridiculous. Like it's it's, it's absurd. a and, and that's why, man, I know I know what would suck to give more prospects and Clentac probably getting fleeced again, but. Like, like you don't know what this te- you don't know what this team could be if they get another bullpen weapon. I mean, Girardi's already pretty much found his guys. It seems like it seems like he's settled into who he can trust and where he can go. Um, and it was nice getting look like Naris is kind of on his way back from. I mean, Hector's one of those guys that you just get rolling and go. But man, if they could just add one more impact reliever, they could be they could be semi-dangerous heading into the playoffs with that with that offense and it seems like they can square up everyone i I think we're finally starting to see the joe dylan effect kind of kind of take over i mean they've been they've been barreling up some baseballs now he's got to tell bryce to stop bunting and that'd be great but yeah it's unbelievable (laughs) just calm down and i'm happy bryce admitted that he was being an idiot bunting with two strikes at one time but just in general it's like Man, like, here's the thing. If him bunting this much was going to actually change the analytics so that teams did not shift on him so much and it was an actual competitive advantage he was gaining by other than maybe getting a single out of it, I would be like, all right, maybe there's some long-term value to this. But, like, swing the bat, man. Like, you're the best hitter on the team. Like, swing the bat. 
uh, I don't know if this is going to make you feel any better, but uh, Arietta said after the game that they don't need to make any more moves heading into the deadline. Oh, thanks, <laughs> Super. Cool. Well, at least we didn't throw a teammate under the bus. For- <laughs> yeah, I think he's saying like, "Don't replace me in the rotation. I'm fine." Yeah, it's cool. yeah, I got. Don't trade. For yeah, somebody. I got bone spurs or something. Uh, it's it's oh, probably that. That must be it this time. I just thought. I just don't. Uh, do you I, think? Do you think Jake is just really struggling with the fact that he sucks? Like, do you think that Jake is just like, yeah, it's shoulder this time, or do you think he's? Yeah, he seems like one of those guys yeah. who always has an excuse yeah, for yeah, everything. Yeah. Yes. Uh, if that's what you're asking, yeah. yes, yeah. absolutely. It is never no, Jake no, no, Arietta's no. fault. He's made yeah, that very yeah. clear, I think, yeah, many yeah, times yeah. over. It is never his yes. fault. It's everyone else's yeah. fault and anything else's yep. fault. Yep. So, yeah, great. Awesome. Five more stuff, starts. Jake. Thanks, buddy. Five more starts. Thanks, buddy. Uh, just go away. Go away. Go away. Um, all right. Uh, bullpen yeah. real quick because you brought it up. The, you talked about the guys like – do you like look? This bullpen oh, is still yeah. a disaster. We saw it tonight. Brandon Workman. Let we got to talk about Workman <laughs> in a sec. But who do you like? Who do you trust? I'm not even no, gonna say no, trust. No. Who do you semi trust in this pen? I mean, Blake Parker's been really good. I don't know. We've talked about. It. I don't know how the hell he wasn't on the opening day roster. Joe Jojo. Jojo. Uh, Jojo. What do you think of the pen? Give me the the Jack Fritz breakdown of the Phillies bullpen right now, heading into the trade deadline tomorrow, and we'll talk about you know, hater and all the stuff that's out there. But um, what's the Jack Fritz breakdown of this pen right now? Who can you tr- trust loosely being used here? But who can you trust and, and who's dead? Huh. Um, well, <laughs> here's the thing. And I, I think I think this is – if you talk to anyone that covers the sport, they always talk about how well Girardi manages a bullpen. Um, there are some Yankees fans that disagree with that. But I think what we're seeing now is he, is, he has found guys that he – pretty much can go to every single night if he needs to. I mean, he feels like he's using uh, Hembury and Hunter and Morgan and Naris and Workman all the time. Like, it seems like that's his five guys. Um, he definitely doesn't trust young guys. I mean, we saw that a little earlier this season. It was, I mean, I can't believe he used Ramon Rosso in the first game there. I know. It's wild in hindsight, well, like, right, with the way like he's... Joe, 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 it, Joe Romero looks like he could be a guy. Like, he might be... Yeah, I've been so impressed. I might, I might like him like, more than Morgan. Um, and he just like yanked him tonight for Parker. Um, oh, Parker is a guy, but I still feel like he thinks Parker's like a, you're up. A fringe yeah, guy. Yeah, like he's yeah. A, up six, two, you know, you know, you're trying to get through the end of the game. Um, but yeah, it, it feels like, you know, I, I, Hector's a guy that I still trust. I know he went through it a little bit there, but the stuff that he flashed the last two outings were really good. Um, and even, even the, the game, Prior to these last two, he got squeezed on one. That was definitely a strike. You know, I think I think Naris is kind of turning back into Naris. And honestly, like if he's going to get on a roll where he can just go on one of those Hector Naris rolls, get him the freak back in the closer role. I hate Brandon Workman, and I know I know he's he's converted what two of three saves, but like he sucks, man. Like it is. I tweeted it out, but it's like watching Dollar Store Lich, man. It's it's 89 miles an hour. He doesn't know where the ball's going. He, like, pushes it. It's, it looks like he's never worked on his mechanics a day in his life. Um, and, uh, like, first off, you throw the curveball, like, all the time, dude. I'm, I'm sick and tired of seeing this nasty curveball that he throws, like, once every every four pitches. Um, I hate him. It should be, like, the only pitch he I mean, throws, seriously, like, what are we, what are we wasting our time for with your – bleepity ass this, slider this trade does not look good i mean because heath Henry does not well, look great i know he had that first outing where it was like oh wow heath yeah Henry. Uh, it's not been great since like this is gonna this is a trade we'll look back on when connor siebold's a three or a four somewhere or boston or somewhere else being like well that was well i mean the fact that he didn't name pavetta hurts a little bit but <laughs> I mean, seriously, like who, like, who do you think you're talking to? Like, did you? Is this? Your, I know. No, that was a, that was is this is this the first podcast you've done with me? I mean, yeah, I should have, I should have put that together. I need. Yeah. Him, well, I, I mean, I mean, Hyam, Hyam, Hyam did go up and meet with him personally to see where he's at. So um, they clearly believe in him. Look, <laughs> if they believe in him, then you know. It's yeah, hard we'll to see. Argue. Um, Henry Henry will be fine. I think Henry will be fine. He's not. He's never going to blow you away. Like the the first Workman is just brutal, oh dude man. the worst. Workman is so well, tough. A- so tough, and he's closed out two of three. I mean, or whatever. Or really, the only two. The first one he kind of, I guess he didn't close that one yeah. out, but they ended up because because of, of, of Nappy. Well, Nappy got the play of the plate. 
Yeah, Navi at the well. No, that was the one before he came in the game. Well, he blew. That he blew too, last right? Saturday. They won Sunday. Blew last Saturday, and then he struck right. out uh, the 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 Nationals on a check swing on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. so he has well, he has yeah. saved three out of four opportunities, even though one of those was. He definitely does a lot of life on lunch. Plus, we should probably mention, as uh, you know, that I am not ex- uh, surprised by this, but David Robertson will not be contributing to this Phillies team uh, this season. What a shock! Who who could have possibly said that David Robertson would not be contributing to this team? Yeah, this but the was it, it me? Well, I, I, that's because that's because you don't have any hope did, for anything. It, did, was it me? I, I think I no. That's because that's because you yeah. just look to keep everyone down and don't like anyone getting excited about yes, anything. I am a push everyone down so I can yes. rise up. That is my my yep, whole thing. Yep, whole that thing. sounds just about right. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel bad for him because he he seemed like he was really gunning to get back. Yeah, he tried. It seemed like he really really gave it an effort. I mean, just the fact they were talking about him yeah. being close it was a, a miracle. It is, is well, it's, and it's not yeah. like they hinged their entire bullpen plans on him being healthy like Sir Anthony. So. <laughs> yeah, him and Sir yeah. Anthony, yeah, no, it's why, why would you do such <laughs> love this team. No, 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 general manager would actually. No, do just that, just so. this one, just just this one. Who's oh gonna get? I'm just like, all right, hey, hey, Matt. I know, I I know this podcast can't stand you, but like, oh, putting it lightly, like, buddy. how the hell do you let Michael Givens get traded for peanuts under your watch to the Rockies? Yeah, no when less. like when like you traded freaking Pavetta and Seabold for two. <laughs> bleep relievers you know like <laughs> michael gibbons is disgusting and it's just like yeah oh michael gibbons is better than either guy yeah we got. not even I mean, like maybe put them together they wouldn't be as good as yeah. michael gibbons is with one more with one more year of control too i mean get this guy out of here whatever um yeah he's yeah. disaster like it's just that's why it's so let, let's well, hold on. let's talk about the hater thing now oh yeah so there was the rumor um, today that that the Phillies have been in on discussions with the Brewers about Josh Hader, and I'm sure there are other relievers they're probably looking at too, and who knows if they're looking at starters or whatever. But Josh Hader, the best reliever in baseball, probably I would I I think um, if I had to pick one reliever to start a team with, it would be Josh Hader. Granted, he theoretically could be a starter at some point, maybe still two, um, three years of team control. It would cost a lot. To get Josh uh, Hader, you think? What's the type of package do you think it would cost to get Josh Hader? And and on a bigger scale, because we're talking about it, do you trust Matt Clentag to be make? Do you want Matt Clentag making this? Type yeah, of it's trade? like it's it's this. You know the Larry David gif where it's like it looks like he's just pondering. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's basically that's basically yeah. me waking up every day, or that's basically me until four o'clock tomorrow. Because on one hand, I'm like, go for it. You know, this this offense is legit. Starting staff's good enough, and the bullpen blows. Um, and a hater is like that, oh, good. Dude. and like someone who can come in and give you two innings in the playoffs if you need to do whatever that kind of stuff. Like yeah. he's. He is light. Yeah, out. I mean, I mean, if your if your core for the next three or four years um, is Wheeler, Nola, Harper, JT, God willing, um, uh, we'll get to that. Hoskins, we'll to Hoskins, Bohm, uh, probably not Didi. Howard. Yeah, Howard, Howard, obviously Eflin. Got to throw F in there, and then you have and then yeah, and then if you have Hater as your as the back end guy, I mean, that's a. That's a core that you can kind of grow with. Now, the problem is the package. I mean, because basically, I think the Brewers are trying to almost rebuild their farm system in one trade, if if they could. Um, and honestly, I think it's. Start- I mean, we're talking what like Abel. Yeah, Stott, it starts like, with those two. Plus- yeah, it starts with it starts with Abel and Stott, and then maybe you get a Hazley or Moniac in there, um, and then like Medina. Like I think I think I think the package would be Medina Moniac. Stott and uh, Abel, which is a lot. I mean, it would. It might not even be enough. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know who 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 else is. Well, I mean, if the Dodgers. I mean, like maybe it's some like lower tier prospect. But regardless, my point is, is like, I mean, I Josh Hader is a incredibly valuable commodity. Uh, yeah, it would be it would be ridiculous. I mean, you'd be getting... And they're not under the gun to trade him. I mean, with three years left of team control, they could still get a lot for him with two years of team control left, too. Yeah, I forget... Uh, Miller was this scenario, right? Miller was traded in six in, yes. in 16, and... 
He might have had two years left. It was either well, no, two but or he was, three. But he was a free agent game. after 18, right? Because he was last year was. So yeah. it was two years. So it was two and years. And they got back, what, Frazier and was it uh, Justice Sheffield. Sheffield and then flipped him to Seattle for Pakistan. So, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a legit, legit package. I mean, Frazier at that point was a guy that uh, a lot of people thought was a starting left fielder. And for some reason, well, he's a brutal defender, but I still love his bat. Um so yeah, definitely a definitely legit legit package it would take. Uh I like I love Abel. Obviously, everyone knows that. Um Stott's the same way. You know, Stott apparently has just been hitting the cover off the ball up in uh the alternate camp. Yeah. So yeah, that's just a lot. And I don't blame the Phillies for wanting to do it because as we've talked about a lot on this podcast, like this is their window. Whether or not they want to admit it, I mean, getting JT signed for the next five years, four or five years, and then if you add in a Josh Hader and then you build around that core, I mean that's your core. And this is and this is Bryce Harper's prime, this is Reese Hoskins' prime, this is Scott Kingery's prime. You know, this is they're not a young team. You know, they're a team that were pretty much built not organically um and whether or not they want to admit it like like they're gonna they're gonna have to invest in this team if they want to legitimately win in bryce harper's prime so i understand the idea of going for a hater um it's basically like do you want to win right now or do you want to give yourselves a longer chance at winning you know like it's a do you want to go for it right now or continue to be pretty good for the next five or six years once Stott and Abel are up here. Yeah, and you're always a go-for-it guy. Yeah, I hate prospects and the draft. And like, uh, and yeah. also, and here's my thing, and I, I'm not, maybe this is like a, a me philosophy change, but like if you're, a good, if you're a good organization, draft well, and it's not that big of a deal. Like, and I, yeah. and there's always another prospect coming up to replace them theoretically. I mean, look, the Padres just made this like massive seven player deal centered around Austin Nola. I don't think anyone saw. Well, I mean, um, but like the, the, obviously the other pieces are super interesting in that, but like the, you know, the Padres just have so many prospects that they can afford to give away Taylor Trammell and a deal like that. Um, you know, because they got more prospects on the way, like, and that's what the Phillies need to be. Yeah. So, you know, maybe they're really starting to get caught. Your boy Austin Adams in that deal, by the way, too. I don't think uh, he was for me. He is the headline, and uh, of course. And, well, Munoz. I mean, on the well, other hand, there's a fun and the uh, oh, fellow PSAC alum Dan Altavilla, who threw a no hitter against us when I was in college. <laughs> there so, Mercy Mercy Hurst's finest. Um, but yeah, just a, like I mean, Preller Preller and Depoto making trades is something that should happen every year. I mean, no, it should be a forced thing. That it's for Austin happen. Nola. I mean, he's a 31 year old utility catcher. I mean, he's, I get he's having a good year, but it's like holy smokes! Like this is where I we're at. Know. Where tomorrow's tomorrow has a chance to be nuts. I mean, we could see a Clevenger trade, which is so unexpected. Yeah, but but like I did not. I see know, this but once once the competitive juices start flowing, you see you have teams like the Padres and the Phillies who haven't been in the playoffs in forever. Like yep. it just makes sense, even even without fans. I, it, it's fun. I'm glad. It's it's so great. Um, I am terrified. I'm terrified that the Braves are going to get Clevenger. Um, like Me if too. I was them, give up Pache. I mean, yeah, in yeah. A second. I mean, Clevenger so, so good. good, and he's like he, he could put them into a World Series contender. I mean, legit because yeah, they're not going. I mean, did you see you saw the graphics tonight? I mean, it's Max Freed. Oh, it's um, yeah, it's Freed. Dude, and what else. major league roster is 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 starting Josh Tomlin on it? Like, are you kidding me? What is it, 2012? Uh, and Tommy Malone's <laughs> Tommy Malone stinks. Like, get out of here. Oh, that's a joke. Sorry, I mean, what do they want to call Jason Vargas and see what he's up to? I mean, may as well. And Tommy Malone, him, not that. I mean, Tom, I get he had a good year, but like, can we just relax on Tommy Malone? Um, all right. Speaking of the core and building around the core, uh, sign JT. We know that's a thing. John Middleton got to hear firsthand tonight, Jack. What did you think of uh, Man <laughs> of the People, John Middleton, gracing the Vandemic crew, signing autographs, and uh, being serenaded to a little sign JT chance? What kind of psychopath goes out 
<laughs> and signs autographs. Like, what owner? What owner does like Steinbrenner didn't even sign autographs? Like, who does? Who does this guy think he is? It's, like, it's wild, I mean, man. It really it's is not wild. the Harper signing anymore. They're a champ. I mean, can we can we just read the situation here? There, do you not see what the pandemic crew? I'm trying to think of things I want less than a John Milton <laughs> autograph, and I'm coming up very well. Unless right you now. could kind of you know forge a, like if you just accidentally handed him a check. Oh. Uh, yeah, obviously. just accidentally hand him a check and say, "Here, can I get your autograph?" Here, sign this yeah. autograph. Oh. Oops, is that one million that I took from you? Um, <laughs> yeah, what a what a ballsy decision that was, and <laughs> so and how much man. how much is he paying these national guys to to say that? Oh, he's gonna spend whatever it takes. Oh, how about that graphic? spending uh, money and it was like all like Arietta. wasn't jay bruce on it i was like all right this is wasn't, awesome thank was you jay bruce this. on that graphic because i mean the, the mariners are paying all the salary like they're <laughs> they're paying jay bruce like eight hundred thousand dollars like can we calm down on i was honestly so i flipped over to the stat cast one um because i just couldn't, i couldn't take a rod a rod is so bad He's brutal. He's really, and, really bad. It's actually shocking how bad. Yeah, because I actually used to like him when he did the, did the pregame stuff. Me too. And I thought he was gonna be... Yeah, when he was at the table, I thought he was good. Yeah, and then dude, so bad, so bad. It's like he's like a robot. It's like he's like the the senator from Parks and Rec. Uh, yeah. Yes, that's a great um, comp. That's a great. But comp. so I flipped over the Statcast, and the Phillies started coming back. So I thought I was like, all right, well, this is my channel now. So I missed like the. So I missed him signing autographs. Um, but I saw it obviously on Twitter and it's just like, dude, who is still buying what you're selling with this whole, like, oh, I'm the big guy. I'm cigar, man. I'm going to go out there and do whatever it takes to get this trophy bag. It's like, dude, no, you're not like, and what, yeah. ma- what makes it so frustrating is, is, I mean, this team's legitimately, legitimately a, a bullpen away from being good. Like if they invested in the bullpen this off season, I mean, we're, we're talking about a team that's in first place right now i mean the, the bullpen's blown five games five to seven games oh for they are de- if they had a uh, mlb quality bullpen, yeah if we weren't if we weren't if we weren't question there's I mean, no dude, question like they are definitely in first i mean place like right we're messing around with freaking uh, uh bud norris and uh who's the the terrible drew storen pay liriano they brought him to camp they wouldn't even pay him like it's crazy yeah, like, it's crazy. Well, he's he's gonna get that trophy back or die trying. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Apparently, what kind of yes, what kind yeah. of psycho? Unless I have to pay. What kind of psycho is anymore. signing autographs? Like it, it, like in this like. And, it's and, unbelievable, especially especially because like sign JT is like to the point where like national every day. people talk about it. Like Jeff Passan talked about sign JT in his art. Like it's such a thing. Like you know what you're gonna get. Like what, what do you think? Doing? What do you think like, they're gonna you, do? Do you think they're just like be like, oh hey John, uh, it would be really nice if you signed JT, but I understand money, you know, it's it can be tight. So do we got to do? Like, what is he? Yeah, I'm like hey, thanks for Bryce. You know, it's like, uh, what a what a weird decision that was. What a weird! It was such a weird thing to do, <laughs> and I think he thought it was like man of yeah. the people, cool guy yeah, thing. It really did yeah, not come that, off that it's way. All, it did that not. whole thing's over. Like we're we're just yeah. just sign JT and let's keep keep. Yeah, and then, yeah. And, then, and then and then stay in the background. Hire a, a MLB quality GM, and and fade yes. into the background because that's what good yeah. owners do. Please, just Please. just just sign um, the checks. Um. All right. Uh, what was I gonna say? I think I think that's everything I got on my wow. list. I know you got some uh, take back uh, stuff. Yeah, I do have. T- I figure. I figure you always have a, a mass amount of things that we get into uh, after. Uh, done with this is right actually now. this is actually a momentous occasion that I have written down. Um, so the runner on second thing, I still hate it, but it really does add some intrigue. Like I'm stressed. Wow! Look at you. I, I am stressed. You like the should they bunt not Ugh. bunt that whole thing? And it's like I like these teams not being able to execute it drives me crazy it, it's it, uh, it might bet. be the one thing that that i still i still scream about like i still scream about it it's like what how do you not like first off get a bunt down we're not trying to drag bunt here yeah well i mean the fact that like every major league hitter should be able to lay a bunt just down get the bunt down to. just like, get the freaking bunt down and then when you hit the ball to the outfield like 
seeing teams not be able to execute in in extra innings is going to raise my blood pressure by like a thousand. I don't know if that's possible. I don't know anything about blood pressure, but it's going to really stress me out. And I, yeah, I'm 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 still out on it. I uh, it it just keeps being annoying for me because every time I look up and I'm like, wait, how did runner get on second base? Did I? Mi-? Oh, I remember yeah. now. And it's okay. such a it's such right. an advantage for home teams. Like it's not even close. Well, it's a massive advantage because then you know if like if they don't score, you then you also on. like also question, why do these teams know? not just why do they not intentionally walk the first guy and then still have the double play set up? That's a great question, Jack. That's not a bad yeah. idea. I, that's a yeah, great it seems point. and he's you have the force at third, you have the force at third, so you can knock that run down. Look at you! Look at you! Oh, I'm just trying to think the game, you know. I know when you're thinking yeah. it. I'm with you. It's a smart call by you. Uh, I know we were just talking about JT, and obviously I'm pro sign JT, whatever. Um, whatever. But I got to say, I just feel like he's never going to get the hit. Like, I just feel like he's never going to get a big hit. I know I know his runners scoring position numbers are, like, fine, but, like, I just don't trust him at all when it comes to, like, we need a hit to break open the game. Like, I just... I feel like he never comes through. I know it sounds like an overreaction. I just feel like he never comes through. I'm sorry. I just that's just me watching the games. I feel like JT. I feel like JT never gets the big hit. I have not thought about it, but I I certainly don't feel like when he's stepping up, like I'm super confident. So maybe it's you know that's what I'm seeing, and I'm not registering it the same way as you. But yeah, I could see that. I I'm not there yet, but I'll I'll pay more attention. To yeah, it. tell me what your gut's saying when JT's coming up with runners in second and third yeah. and two outs. Yeah, outs. I gotta I gotta be in the moment. I gotta yeah. be in the moment. Um, speaking also of JT, uh, I I I'm banning any Sixto conversation, Sixto Sanchez conversation. Like I'm just out. Oh yeah, we're we're just I not can't. About he's it. disgusting. He's can't do it. I mean, he's, he's I mean, imagine imagine like, if this was the other way around and like we were watching Sixto come up. It's like oh my god. Uh, He's so good. I don't want to. I don't want to imagine it because it's. It sounds awesome and way too fun. And this is well. At awesome. least when they don't pay him in four years, he can come back. But there you go. It's a real positive. It's just. So, it, he's absurd. He's, he's he so is nasty. disgusting. I mean, it's yeah, and he's and it's like you know how much fun he'd uh, be to watch. If he was yeah, dude, if it's, like, it's Pedro. I mean, it's it's Pedro. It's like baby and Pedro. and it's and the 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 leaks that came out after after they got rid of him was like, Oh, he's just not ready. And he's going to get hurt all the time. It's like, yeah, well, listen, look at that. Look, look at that guy pitch. I mean, it's some of the most effortless hundred, like three digits I've ever seen. Like, it's hard to believe that he, it just like, it like explodes. And, out I, and I keep coming back to this. How the hell did the Phillies sign that? I know it's a great, I mean, point. seriously, it's the most mystifying. Part I mean, of it all. that guy was a, <laughs> that guy was a Philly. I mean, you're gonna have to explain to Zoe when she's like seven. Like, yeah, the that was that guy was a Philly, and meanwhile, you know, I mean, that's why maybe that's why Clemson traded him. He he threw to. She probably won't believe me. She no, they away. only sign guys that throw eighty nine. Come on, come on. Hey, anyway. hey at least that guy that throws eighty nine knows how to pitch. You know, he really knows knows how to work a strike zone. Meanwhile, Sixto is like piling up Cy Youngs. I mean, it, it, he's just disgusting. <sighs> Please sign JT. Just please. Just I know. Well, yeah. Just just <sighs> six though. Okay, that's it. I'm not talking about six though anymore. Um, no, you're I know. The one who did it. I, I know. didn't bring it up. It just makes me so sad. Uh, I got my fake trade. You ready for my fake trade? Yeah, I've been waiting. So tomorrow, it's, you told me you had one. It's all I really. I care can't about. wait. I can't wait for tomorrow. I am again. I am the the walking Larry David gift where it's. Yeah, I wanted to go for it, but also. Um, so my fake trade is Adonis Medina and Vince Velasquez for Archie Bradley. Ooh, I mean, I would do that in a second. You think the Diamondbacks would do that? Uh, they were talking about moving him today. Yeah, I saw they were he, talking about moving Bradley. He only, has a, year, year, he only has a year and a half of control left. Uh, okay. Diamondbacks aren't really going anywhere. Um, they, they're just having a... a kind of tough luck year um so yeah that's that's uh you know bradley's been his numbers are better than his like his like traditional numbers are better than all the underlying stuff it's been that way for two years but he's been effective and he still throws hard and has a wipeout slider and i feel like i've never seen the phillies hit him so that might be feeding into this but uh 
And that's closing. Yeah, yeah, he's a closer. And it, honestly, if you can go into games with um, Hector, hopefully gets back on track. Archie, um, Embry most nights, and Workman just being the worst, and Morgan and Jojo Romero, whatever. But um, yeah, Medina, I still think could be a like he seems like a guy that a team would take a shot on. He hasn't lived up to the prospect type that a lot of people have thought, but I think he there could be a decent pitcher in there. A team like the the Diamondbacks might take a shot on who have been pretty good at developing pitchers over the last couple of years. And then Vinny Velo, I mean, what another scoreless yeah, outing tonight? I mean, just yeah. So honestly, it kind of it kind of felt like a showcase game a little bit. I w- I would not be surprised. I just I'll say this: I will not be surprised if Vince is gone tomorrow. And uh, I still think there's a weird outside outside uh, shot that Hazley gets dealt. And also, um, like Moniac being out of the player pool, that, that doesn't really mean anything. I mean, like they could have just traded him for a player to be named later. So unless they like, unless they want to name Moniac in a trade, like it doesn't really do anything. They could have said he was a right, player to be right, named later. Right. So uh, it's not a sign he's getting traded, right. Right. Um, so that's my that's my big trade. Archie has another year of control. I would do that in a second. I don't know if the Diamondbacks would, but I would do that. Trade well, I mean, if you look at what Michael Gibbons got traded for, that's a better deal. Uh, yeah, look, it's a good I mean, point. It's and Michael point. Gibbons is better than Archie Bradley's. Better, but not maybe not. You know, I don't know if he's viewed as better with NF- with major league okay, teams. Well, like, I mean, Archie Bradley, I think still. Yeah, has I, I get he has cachet, but let's be smart here and not deal with dumb major league I'm teams. I'm with you. Look, they should have traded for Michael Gibbons. Yeah, shocking! Glenn yes. didn't make the smart move. I'm, I'm absolutely. He's just, he's just, he's just trying to find I, a way to give away more top yeah, prospects. Keith yeah. Embry and, and Workman. Everything, great, Brandon every, Workman. Everything's fine. fine. It's terrific. David Hale, he looked yeah. awesome tonight. That was really just awesome. a bang up job. Just to finally pitch, it was like, where the hell's David Hale? Oh, he's now, great. Yeah, I now, now to be it. fair, he hadn't pitched in a month or two months or maybe a year, yeah. so. It yeah, got to like wipe it. off the rust a little bit. Um, but that's all I got. There is, I think there's going to be, it's not going to be the high hops designed can that I, uh, that I showed you, but I think we're going to have high hops and cans this week. So, okay. It, yeah. Beautiful. So if you want to, four fingers brewers, get brewer, get down. Yeah. If you want to enjoy some, some high hops with the game, it's still the best beer to enjoy a ball game with. If you want to enjoy the Phillies run with a beer, the only way to enjoy this Phillies run that is upcoming after the Archie Bradley trade tomorrow is with high hops. So get to get to four I, fingers. I, I support that message. I agree. Um, all right. Uh, four game series against Washington coming up here. Any uh, thoughts on that? Before we get uh, out the Nationals stink. So they uh, they definitely stink. Um, they're not no, good. Of course, they're not good. I told you they weren't going to be good. Mets after that. Four against the Mets is a big eight games. Coming I feel up. good, man. I feel good. I feel Me good. too. They're better than these teams. I think they're better than both those teams. The Mets coming off a disastrous day today, which yeah. is great. Well, yeah, after the Yankees had a disastrous day. It's unbelievable how bad Edwin Diaz is. I can't believe he's still bad. Like, his stuff is too, is too good. Is unbelievable. Yeah. It really is absolutely it's, shocking. And they gave a yeah, clinic for him, which is I started amazing. thinking about the uh, – and it's a dark place. But I started thinking about the, the Marlins seven-game series that's coming up. Oh God! Yeah, don't go just, there. I don't want to get ahead of myself. You know, you know what? Yeah, that could I'm well be. aware. The, the most demoralizing. Um, you know, we said no more. I know, talk. You I know. know we're see but you know, and I, you know what I can't wait for is they win like what six of their next eight, and then they play that series and win like two games. All right. Do they win three or four? Uh, I'll say they split. Okay, that's probably a smart call. They're gonna win three or four every Jack. time. All right. Uh, rate and review the podcast. It means a lot to us. Uh, go buy some my hops and uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you guys later. He's Fritz some seltzer. See you.